0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Self Care with Esther. So here we are. We are in a pandemic. COVID nineteen has hit the world, and we are all collectively in the same boat. Um, some in rougher boats than others. Um, and so I've had a lot of people reach out to me asking, "How do you practice self care during a pandemic such as this?" and I have to tell you right now, I don't have the answers, but I'm going to do the best with what I already know and what I learn from others and really hope that any of this wisdom is helpful. Um, the first thing is I want to remind everyone that we're in an adjustment period right now. So there's a lot of unknowns, a lot of things that we're still adjusting to. And so cool it a little bit on the expectations of what you should be doing. Um, how you should be so productive or creative, you know, social media can be a real help during times like this, and it can also be a real burden. If you're seeing other families, other people who are like making hilarious videos or doing creative things or have this amazing schedule that they're ticking off all the boxes and their children are, you know, doing their homework and staying up to date with geometry. I mean, honestly, geometry, um, you know, is that really happening? I'm not sure. And also, is this it's not all that helpful to see what other people are doing when ultimately what we're trying to do right now is adjust to this new life. So, I would encourage everyone to sort of get rid of all the shoulds on their list and instead allow themselves to sort of adjust. And it's going to be different for everyone. You know, I know some people who, for whom television of just being able to watch and veg out for a little bit really is helpful and that is fine other people it's their phones you know watching funny youtube videos i know people who love nothing more than watching um bloopers or car crashes <laughs> where hopefully everyone ends up okay um so many videos of that anyway um But regardless, watching things to sort of just take a break is fine. Doing things that you need to do to just take a break, that's fine. Please, please, please stop beating yourself up over things that you feel like you shouldn't be doing. You know, if you discover that you're not the amazing teacher that you thought you'd be to your kids, that's okay too. All right, they're going to be okay. They're going to be okay without a couple of weeks of getting top-notch quality, you know, Teaching. Yes, we all agree that teachers deserve a million dollars a year. That is obvious. Um, but, you know, also recognize that there's many other things on your plate as well. And kids feed off of your energy. And so if you're feeling anxiety and fear, they may be feeling that too. We also know that when you are trying to learn and you're in an anxious state, it's really hard to absorb stuff. So if you're trying to wonder why your kids are acting up, they may be feeding off of your anxiety a little bit. And so it's not the worst thing to do the things that calm you down that will then in in turn calm your your children down as well. Um, This is where music is wonderful. You know, getting energy out, listening to music that really makes you dance and laugh um, and move. A couple of weeks ago, I did something that I wanted to share that I highly recommend, and that was I started creating playlists, which we can do now with Spotify and Apple and everything, Apple Music, um, of different times in my life. And so I reached out to people that I had worked with years ago, which was something like 20 years ago in Ireland. And ask them to see if they remember any of the songs from that time so that we could have a collective playlist and kind of reminisce and listen to the music from way back then. So I encourage you to do that, too. If there's a time in your life, even five years ago, a couple of years ago, where you were maybe somewhere else working with a different group of people, um, different time in your life, you know, consider something like that. Creating a playlist, a playlist that keeps you up, because in times like this, this is when anxiety and depression can really skyrocket. If you are somebody who already knows that you struggle with an anxiety or depression, make sure that you're all set with your meds. Um, Many doctor's offices are supplying extra months of medication so that you're all set without having to come back in. I can't guarantee that for everybody, but I know that that's one of the things we're trying to work on where I work. So make sure you have enough of that. And the other thing I can't stress enough is exercise. So many of us, At least in my case, I'm in a one bedroom in New York, so I don't have access. I could go outside, but it's not the safest. And so I don't mean crime wise, I mean COVID wise. Um, And so I've been trying to exercise every single day. I'm not going to lie. I do not like exercising. If it's not running, which these days my body doesn't seem to like, um, I don't love it. But I do it anyway, and I do it because it's good for me. And it gets the blood flowing in my body and it kind of upticks the serotonin, which has to do with the happy hormones. And it also keeps me grounded and gives me energy to do things like this podcast episode. So, you know, the power of exercise, I cannot stress enough. And there are a million videos that you can watch. And today I put in dance, did I say dancer size or dance aerobics? And I found a bunch of random videos and I just danced along. You can also just take you know, minimum five songs that you love and dance to them for five songs. That's at least 20 minutes. And research shows that you are going to feel better, just genuinely feel better, if you are exercising for a minimum of 20 minutes a day, okay? Especially if you find that you're on your couch, you can dedicate, you know, a lot. That's how you are processing right now. You can dedicate 20 minutes of just trying to move your body for at least 20 minutes, okay? Okay. The other thing I would recommend is limiting the amount of time you are engaged in things that are giving you major anxiety. So if you are somebody who every single time your phone beeps, you start to feel a little bit of panic of like, oh, great, what now? Um, maybe put your phone on silent for for a while, put it in another room, because you don't need to have an update every 10 minutes. You don't. It just genuinely is not helpful for helpful for you. So I encourage you to really take the time. To be a little bit more deliberate about what you are allowing into your brain. There are a ton of meditation apps that I recommend. One is called Insight Timer. Another is called Headspace. Um, These are great apps to just help you slow down what's going in your mind. Um, What I keep hearing from friends is just the hamster wheel of thoughts about what this all means. And the reality is we don't really know. We don't know how long this is going to go on. We don't know what all this means. And so if there's anything that can ground you, if it means meditation, if it means listening to Enya, love her. And just letting yourself get a little grounded, focus on the present, practice breathing, do a little yoga, which admittedly I don't enjoy, but I always feel better afterwards. These are all things that are going to help you in the long run. Um, And the last thing I just want to say that for me has been really helpful, and I did this morning, you know, um, is if you've ever had to do an interview over the phone. OK, one of the, the top things they recommend is getting dressed and getting ready as if you were going to work. There is something that happens to us psychologically when we get ready for the day as if we are going to take on the day. So if you find that you're struggling right now and you've had enough of being in a vegetative state, which, again, I have no problem with for a while, encourage yourself to take a shower if you wear makeup and like to put on a little makeup, if that helps, you know, brush your hair, put on a little fancy smelling perfume or cologne just to get it into your head that in a way it's still business as usual, even if it's in a different place, even if you're in a different part of the house, uh, even if you're at the house instead of at work or whatever. And then the last thing is asking for what you need. I will forever say that this is a self-care, uh, tenant, if you will. And it's hard to know what you need. But if you are isolated and you are not enjoying being isolated, if you are living alone, reach out to people. Tell people that you're feeling isolated. If you're an extrovert and you're isolated, that can be especially hard. A lot of introverts are really, I've been seeing a lot of people posting that they're feel, doing just fine <laughs> because this is just lovely for them in a lot of ways, not lovely, but um, a chance to be able to slow down and connect with themselves. But do not isolate too much also really keep in mind that there are some people that are really struggling out there reach out to people if you can the power of connection you know you can have um, a drink with somebody well yeah, over Skype you know pretend that you're meeting for drinks you can also if you are struggling with alcohol this can be a difficult time and so again implementing other practices such as um Meditation, yoga, those things really help. There's also a lot of um, online AA meetings if you need to be at a meeting and you can't go now because of the amount of people at the meetings. This is a stressful time, so check in with your friends, check in with your friends that struggle with a drink, check in your friends who struggle with anxiety and depression. Um, we are all in this together. Whew. I have lots to say and also not a lot to say because this is such a crazy time. But I ask that everyone really take care of one another. Look out for each other as much as you can. Please isolate or at least social distance. Um, Get your bodies moving and know that we are in this together. Okay, folks, I'll have more to say soon. Take care.